Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. All the time, I'm, I, we get more and more requests because people like to listen to us by different means. Sometimes they like to listen to podcasts. Sometimes they like to listen on the radio, and we're on, on stations coast to coast. And, uh, you know, so we'll get questions about how do we, how do we listen? How do we, what's the best way to listen? It's real simple. Go to priceofbusiness.com. Up in the top right-hand corner, you'll see a button, red button that says listen. And click that, and you'll see all of our options. We love the feedback. We love the interest. We love to be able to talk uh, to some of the really brightest minds out there and share their stories and information with you. And that's uh, always the case whenever I have my friend on, Brian Gordon, joining me today. Great friend of this program, great friend of mine. And his, his company is really, they're leaders in the long-term care space. Their website is galtci.com for Gordon and Associates Long-Term Care. And uh, Brian, I always love having you on the program. Uh, you guys were doing long-term care insurance long before it was even cool. Any long-term listener of my show knows I had a stint in the insurance industry, and uh, that, that was mainly in the 90s. And, and uh, I would sell long-term care. I'd bring in an expert like you. I wish I'd known you then. It would have made my life a lot easier. But I'd bring in an expert because, frankly, this is complicated stuff. Really, it's not like your typical even life insurance if, if you're only trying to uh, do some basic things with it. And um, it really requires some thought and some nuance. And back then it was interesting because people had even no idea what in the world long-term care insurance was. And even after a couple of more decades, people still kind of scratch their head. So it's really important what you do. Before we get started, a little bit more, a little bit more about your agency, your, your company, and also give that uh, web, website one more time. Sure. So, so our website is galtci.com, and uh, Gordon Associates, we are a long-term care uh, planning insurance agency, and we help, we work with financial advisors from coast to coast. Our clients are, are all over the place calling us to get uh, information on long-term care as well as filing their claims, depending on where they're at in the country these days. And, and our job is just to make sure that a family lays out a good plan uh, for, for their kids and, and their nieces or nephews or spouses or whoever's going to be in charge of taking care of them so that they kind of know how to execute that plan if and when something does happen to that person. Because there's nothing, nothing worse than not knowing what to do and what someone's wishes are and trying to make some decisions on their behalf. Yeah, nothing worse. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the, our topic today. I think it's so timely. And I love how you bring some things. First of all, you bring some topics that many people don't think about, frankly. And even topics you do think about, they don't think about it from the perspective or depth that you bring. And so I really love our topics. Uh, this one's a very, very important one, one that a lot of us like to avoid, uh, but really we can't afford to do that, which is when family members become caregivers. Right, and, and unfortunately, it uh, it happens it happens quite often. Um, it's something that it sometimes it starts out that way. And I will say that I, I should I should back up and say yeah, it happens quite often. But I feel like it actually happened a lot more often earlier in my career. After after doing this for thirty four years, I used to see it happen quite you know quite more regularly you know early early on in my career. But we still do see it, 
And, and, and basically, it's, it's the issue I find is a lot of times there's not there's no conversation between the family of, of what they want to do, how they're going to pay for care. And th- this works both ways with people with insurance and without insurance. Um, I, I've had families where they've been clients of ours forever, um, and we've had families where they're taking care of their parents, and I'm not exaggerating, um, two to three years, we, we saw a family of, uh, with three daughters rotating, caring for the father for many years. And mm-hmm. he had an unbelievable policy and just did not want to bring caregiver in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, you've got to know in advance, this is not the kind of stuff you want to react to. You want to have a plan. Uh, kind of sets the stage for us here. Um, and, and I think the, the example you just gave is, is a good one to elaborate on. Hopefully we can do that. But how often now do you see kids acting as their caregiver report a senior parent? You, you said it's declined. Um, but uh, talk a little bit about that, what, what the dynamic is now and why. Sure. So I've seen some scenarios today where um, the kids or even a niece or a nephew will have a you know, separate room for them to live in their home. I've seen it where there's a separate, you know, structure on the property where, where a family member, you know, moves in and they try to take care of them and, and they try to do the best for that person. Um, but eventually they, they end up struggling. And, and the one I was referring to earlier was the three daughters that took care of a, of a gentleman. He was a farmer down, down in southern Illinois. And we, we had met through a retirement community that, that his wife had worked at. And I, and I worked with both of them and his wife predeceased him. And so the daughters, you know, dad was failing, his memory was going, um, very independent, did very well, and his three daughters refused, they did not want to bring care into the home, even even though dad had a policy. And I talked to him for many years, and we we, we kept in touch, probably every six months we chatted, and it finally got to the point where it was affecting their their lives with their spouses, not seeing their children as much. And I I was surprised that it it took them three years to get to this point. I, I was amazed. And I kept telling them all the years, your parents bought these policies with the notion that if something happened to them, that your job is to manage their care. And I must have had that conversation with them probably at least a half a dozen times. And they just couldn't get over the guilt of someone caring for them. I said, and I put myself in that position, I now have three daughters that I would be, I I would actually be really rather mortified if, if they were taking care of me in the fashion that they were taking care of their dad. Um, I would not want and I finally said to him at one point, I said, your dad, I don't think, would, would want what's happening to him, what you're doing right now. And it was really hard to say that to him. And then they kind of like a light bulb went off and thought about it and, you know, that type of, of a situation of caring for your father. And dad ended up living about almost five more years after that. Wow. He didn't care. So they brought yeah, in and, and, You know, it seemed like the simple question to them of, uh, why do you think your dad spent a bunch of money for a policy where you wouldn't have to? Right, right. And you stop, and the premiums, they were, and, and, they, and they didn't listen to me, but then, then I'm like, and the premiums go away. You stop paying the premiums, not that the money was an issue, but they, they thought that was the most unbelievable thing when they called me the first year. They're like, why didn't we get dad's premiums? I said, because he's on waiver premium with that. Yeah. So it, it's just, you know, we buy these plans for a purpose and for a reason. Even though I know that the family had talked about this and, and it put it out on the table, it's still a struggle for some to, to get over the idea of bringing in a stranger into their parents' homes. You know, they, they took care of us, they raised us, you know, all of that, all of that conversation. But the bottom line is, is that no parent, at least mo- the ones that I deal with and, and most of the people I would talk to, they, they would not want their children having to do this. We, we, I want them to be the quarterback or the managers, 
Um, that's that's what most of our clients want to do. And, and I think the big thing, Kevin, is is people having the conversation with their kids, letting them know what they have. And I know we, we talk about that a lot. Yeah, and no one wants that conversation. That's, that's like up there in the life insurance type conversations or how you want it to be handled when you die type of conversation. Nobody really likes them, but the more you leave it to guessing, uh, the more you're not going to like the results. Um, and, and really, uh, neither will those who are making these decisions for you, being forced to make decisions for you that you wouldn't be willing to make and, uh, you know, wondering the entire time, are they doing it the right way? So there's certainly uh, uh, implicitly a lack of fairness for everyone involved. And so add the conversations. You don't have to have all the conversation at once. Just start it. Get it, get it going and, and uh, come up with a, a plan. I think, I think there's an assumption probably by that in a scenario you gave where, I bought the plan. Why else would I have bought the plan except I want to use? It's, it's interesting when you think about it. it with that kind of, uh, and uh, you know, it required a third person, uh, a third party rather, with objectivity to be able to bring that to it, which I think is important. So, what advice do you have to help the adult kids get over the guilt and start the conversation with the parent? And and this is important because a lot of times the parents don't want to have the conversation anymore than the kid, maybe even more so than the kid. No one likes talking about the, their own mortality and the frailties that come as we become closer to our mortality. And so right. somebody's got to start it. Right. And I think part of it is, too, is that you want to have the conversations when everyone's minds are good and everyone's in a good place and, and you really have a good heart-to-heart. And I know for families it's extremely difficult um, a lot of people find out a lot of things after you know a parent has passed or an aunt, uncle, grandparent has passed. And I think that makes it even a little bit, you know, knowing people that have gone through it and seeing it ourselves, um, I think it's something that you really want to prevent down the road and, and, and something along those lines. But I think also is that people, you know, without, and I, and I obviously work in the insurance space and help people with that side of it, but people that don't have insurance, they come to me as well. They they go to my website and they see that we, you know, we have resources for people to go to for home care and things. And, and we'll recommend them talking to a geriatric care manager even. Like geriatric care managers are, are, are pretty gentle people to work with. They they get down to the, you know, what, what what's going on, what they were like before. Um, there are also personal care advocates out there. And, and that's something we don't we haven't really talked about a lot, but there's a lot of people that, don't have family or they have family but don't don't want them to make some of these decisions and they go out and hire personal you know personal care advocates for themselves and these these oh, are the I ones love that. that make decisions. you have so, yeah. talked about that before and we have gotten positive feedback from listeners about that but it's been a long time that'd be a good topic to revisit right no and i and i've had and i talk to people all the time i, I deal with people who are single i work with you know with many you know same-sex couples as well and we we just you know we want to make sure that they have all that in line because we don't want someone making decisions on their behalf that doesn't know what they want type of thing. Yeah. And, and I probably in the last couple of years have referred out at least a half a dozen people um, to to um, care advocates as well. So absolutely, I think that's a brilliant idea. Uh, begin to wrap it up for us. Begin to kind of give us some takeaways, some thoughts, and some action items. No, so I, I just say that, you know, when we've talked about this before is that I, I typically, and you and I, we, we attract the people who are typically planners and who are thinking of the next move and wanting, you know, almost wanting to control things sometimes beyond the grave to a certain extent. 
And I think that that's something that people need to think about is, is you know, what, how, how they're going to exit and, and how things are going to go down, or if someone needs care, how, how things are going to go down. They're, they're tough conversations to have, but it's a lot tougher to react to this problem, especially if you're not in the right mindset to, to make these types of decisions than someone else is. And okay. I think that that's, you know, that, that's just not, that's not a legacy I want to leave behind to my family, and I know most people I deal with don't want to do it, um, and, and most people who are planners do think of this, but people who react to these problems, I think those are the ones that really need to, you know, really need to start thinking about stuff like this. Yeah, no question about it, and I, it is hard, um, and that's just the nature of the beast, but uh, it's so much harder if you don't do the planning. That's just my final thought on that. Yeah, absolutely. 100% absolutely. Always love having you on a program, Brian Gordon. He is a show favorite, certainly a personal favorite, one of those guys that makes me a little smarter at the end of the segment than I was at the beginning. Always appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Always enjoy being on. All right, make sure you check out his website. It is galtci.com, and uh, very useful information, very helpful. Um, you know, there's a lot of great resources there and tools to help individuals as well. Make sure you check it out, galtci.com. I am Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this. <laughs> 